Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the water cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast. My name is Ryan Saba, the most electrifying voice in sports information. And with me, as always, what up, what up? It's Luke, a.k.a. <laughs> the human spreadsheet. I, I think he's... Man, you're you're ready, huh? What are we talking about? You're today? ready? Is that is that Let's is get that? Into it. Are you prefacing? A lot of analytics today, folks. Um, today we're doing probably the most exciting, uh, the most exciting episode of the year, and that is our 2019 NFL preview. It's the time of the year when every team is a Super Bowl contender, um, except but- for your favorite team. My team, my favorite team. No, their favorite team. Whoever it is. Yeah, I don't know. There's a couple. I mean, I'm sure there's some Patriots fans listening. They're always. Can't be. They're always. That's my podcast. Um, before we get into some predictions and things like that, I want to talk about. Uh, we 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 started this on our college football uh, episode where we talked about some topical things that uh, the talking heads are discussing and you know look we're trying to maintain relevancy we're trying to give our opinions on things that are hot in the news right now i think this new pass interference rule and the change in pass interference where basically they can they can challenge it uh it's hot right now and and we've seen it already on display in the uh in the preseason and it's been it's been bad a number of games it's been really really bad so is Um, it is it i want to make sure i'm clear on it. it it's it's a go for the it, year. Like, it, it, it was not like a, a trial go. period. No, no. Okay. It is a go, and basically, coaches, and it follows. You know, they follow. It follows the same challenge rules as everything else. Coaches get their challenge. Two challenges. They get them both right. They get a third. They get it wrong. They lose a timeout. The final two minutes of the game. Um, you know, the teams. Uh, it, everything goes up. Everything's uh, uh, go is up to the booth. You know, this is a direct result of the situation that happened last year in the NFC playoffs between uh, the Saints and the Rams. So, you know, I guess my question is, you know, how do you feel about this change and in, in, in potentially, you know, what it could lead to? I think it's, like you said, we've seen it so far and it's been bad. I mean, most things are when they introduce them. I just don't know if this one's going to change. And this is a take that I'm uh, I'm borrowing from uh, Rosillo Ryan Rosillo. Uh, I love I love Rosillo. No free ads here, so I won't say where he's at now. But uh, oh, th- he's at the ring. He's at the ring. We no no free ads. Bill Simmons. Anyway, <laughs> oh god, I wish he was still at ESPN. That's your free ad. Anyway, everything that was a weird noise you just made looks like. <laughs> PI in slow motion. Yeah. So like on all these all these replays, they they're gonna look like it's gonna look like pass interference when it's just you know your typical hand battling whatnot. Uh, Denzel Ward got called for it on Friday night. Actually, no, he did not get called for it. He was defending Brashad Perriman 
on a deep ball um, early in the game. I think it was the second or third snap, and Bruce Arians threw the flag, and it did look like he had a little pull on Perriman's arm. Um, it did not look like pass interference at any point during the play. The ch play was challenged, and to my surprise, it was upheld as non-pass yeah. interference. Uh, Arians lost the timeout, and actually there was a play uh, a few series later that they could have challenged. Um, but didn't had since they had lost the previous. But anyway, it, it, it's just I just don't know. I just don't think it's a great rule. I think I think a better um, a better thing would be to challenge when they do throw the flag. You know, like it, this is they're calling it pass interference, and a coach has a chance to to challenge that flag. Yeah. Instead of being able to throw a challenge, I don't think I don't think we have any other challenges where it's just like a non penalty other, I mean, other than like spots and stuff like that yeah but i mean like, fumbles you know you can you can challenge if it was a, if it's a fumble even if the ball you know doesn't come out or whatever or they don't they don't call it a fumble on the field look my thing is this I, look i don't have an issue with any of it from the perspective of if there is a consistent way to police it that Every officiating crew is going to have markers that they look for, and they're going to call it. I, I don't want this to be a balls and strikes situation where one umpire calls them one way, one umpire's got a high end strike zone, one umpire's got a low strike zone. You know, I, it's got to be called the same way so these defenders know how to adjust, and and frankly, so the receivers know how to adjust because they're starting to call more offensive pass interference as well. Uh, which you know, I know defenders like that, uh, but. That that's my take on it. Look, I don't want it to. I don't. What concerns me is this going to the next step, where they start, you know, reviewing holding and all that stuff. Well, that's what I mean when I'm saying, yeah. you know, you don't have challenges on on non flag plays. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. So every single year at the at at the owners meetings, coaches meetings, or whatever that they have in the winter, um, you know, when the or in the spring. Um, they vote on, they, they, they have a vote on if every single play, everything that happens on every play should be reviewable. And there's one coach, there's only one coach that votes for it every single year and it's Belichick. <laughs> yeah. Belichick votes yes for it every year and all, you know, all the other teams vote no. So... You know, I, I don't want to see it go that direction, but I also, you know, I'm in favor of plays like what happened last year in the Saints and the Rams game not impact. I mean, the Saints could have won the Super Bowl last year, you yeah. know. So I mean, the, that that was that was blatant. I, I don't know how yeah, the flag didn't yeah. get thrown on that, but. but you know, and that's a bigger question. But, but, but that, like, I, I get it though. Like, the Saints are pissed. They try to take this. To the fucking Supreme Court at one point, yeah, uh, the fans did. But I just, I'm just, I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan of the rule. Imagine that we're on different sides. So, so you know, I touched on it before we got into our pass interference conversation. This is the time of year where every team thinks that you know every team's fan base, every organization feels like they have an opportunity to um, you know win the Super Bowl. You know. There's teams that get better every year. There's teams that, that get, get worse every year. Let's just stick with one. Give me one team that you think is going to be the most improved and give me one team that you think is going to have the biggest slide from their 2018 records. 
This was a fun exercise. Yeah, it was. I, I liked looking at the standings it and was. seeing, you know, just kind of refreshing on what everyone did last year. And uh, the biggest jump for me is going to be the, the Packers. Um, I got it going from six wins mm -hmm. to, uh, uh, I want to say 12, but I'm going to go with 11. Okay. So I'm going to say plus five. Um, new offense, Matt LaFleur there. Um, I know, like, there's no way to prove this or anything, but, like, I really think Aaron Rodgers tanked last year to get McCarthy, McCarthy. out of town. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure, you know, he would never admit it or whatever, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. They, Clearly they, there they, was they an issue like there. There was, yeah. And, and, and he got his way, and, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit different. I mean, his numbers were, were stupid last year. He only threw two picks, you know, 4,400 yards. 26 touchdowns. Um, so you're saying touchdowns. he's good. Very good. Oh, okay. You and heard it here first. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is good. I am giving you just <laughs> top-level analysis here. Aaron Rodgers, good at football. He's got a chance. So, yeah, that's my that's my pick for, for most improved. Mm -hmm. um, biggest fall, this was also fun because it, it could be easy to go and find a team. And uh, I, I think there was some news last night that broke yeah i'm really glad that we that because because i think a lot of my like my mvp pick would have been impacted by this i don't look like a real idiot i think i think uh yeah there was some news that broke last night but um anyway i i took i actually took a team that only had seven wins last year and i picked them to have my biggest fall and it was miami i got the dolphins win in two to three games yeah. this year um also our first ever podcast we talked about the nfl recap and uh we had a little section on there about what are they doing like which team is this mm -hmm. what are they doing i want to change my pick actually yeah the, don't get me wrong this daniel jones was still a bad pick uh it has nothing to do with daniel he jones he looks a little bit better though. but i want to change it from what are that my what are they doing team from the giants to the dolphins let's just take a look real quick so they trade for for josh rosen yeah and then they're, they're saying they're not going to start him. They're going to start uh, Fitz. Fitz Magic. Which is fine. But why would you trade for him if, if like he's not going to be your, your player? They had already signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I get it. But you, you made the trade. Start Rosen. What did it, they trade it, for Rosen? A second rounder. Eh, it's high. Trade, you traded for him. Play him. Um, rumors that they're shopping every single veteran on the roster. Yeah. Okay. Tunsil is now available. Yeah, you sent me that text the um, other day. I'd love to have Laramie Tunsil. And that just sounds like... But he's got to leave his gas mask in South Beach. <laughs> no, he can bring it. I don't even care. <laughs> we, we've we been through this before. We're seasoned, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. But, um, and it's also, they gave Xavier Howard this ridiculous extension. Five years, $76.5 million. Yeah. I think he was worth it. I think yeah. he was worth every penny. But, like, what are you doing? Like, are, are, you, are you tanking? Are you trading these veterans? Like... What's your plan here? Like, is Rosen going to get Rosen? Yeah, the challenge that he will get Rosen. So, but, like, what I'm saying is, is are they going to have the number one pick and take a quarterback, and then like, like Rosen's kind of just uh, in flux again? I think the problem for them is they have Brian Rosen as our, uh, um, who's their head coach? Flores. Flores. Flores is their head coach. He comes from the Patriots organization where you know you never say die. And I'm sure, you know, similar to the Ty Lue situation, you know, Ty Lue got fired six games into the Cavs season last year because he wasn't on board with the tank. So my guess is that there's probably a little bit of, um, you know, unrest 
in the at the top levels of that organization because change the what are they doing though because like they just yeah one but you you know what I'm saying You're right so it's just it's a mess and I I'm I'm just glad I'm not a part of it so you got Green Bay as your up team you got Miami as your down team yeah what do you got hit me yeah I got two strong or two strong contenders that did not make it uh, for my up team you talked about Green Bay I got them as a strong contender. I just don't have a lot of confidence in their locker room. I'm, I'm already, I'm not getting a warm, fuzzy feeling about Aaron Rodgers' relationship with, with the new head coach. Um, you know, he he has an opportunity every day to kind of talk about, endorse him, and he kind of the language that he uses. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a really, really smart guy. I think he's, you know, he knows what he's doing. He wants to maintain control in that organization, so. I couldn't make them up the you know my my pick. San Francisco. I think San Francisco is another one. They won four games last year. I think if they win eight or nine games, um, you know, there's an opportunity for them to be that pick. But you know, I, again, Jimmy G coming off of a knee injury. I don't He's know. Pretty bad. I don't know. I'm going with Jacksonville. They went five and eleven last year. They added a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, <laughs> I love D.D. Westbrook. Uh, they have a ferocious defense. They added Josh Allen and Jawan Taylor in the draft. I, I think now, you know, that that division's wide open, right? So, you know, for them to win the division or at the very least, um, you know, make make a wild card, I think they can win. I think they can win 10, 10 or 11 games. Uh, my down team, look, it's the Indianapolis Colts. They went 10 and 6. You know, and it's all about Andrew Luck. Um, no, wait a minute. I, want, I just want to ask before you. You already know what I'm going to say. Did you amend? Did you amend this or? Was no, I did your... it this morning. Okay. Andrew Luck but doesn't. You, he, he didn't love football after after you, you had know. The, uh, you knew I was going to say that. This goes back to my argument. You know, when when we had the con- conflicting thing with Miles Garrett, where I was concerned about him not loving football. It's clear to me that Andrew Luck doesn't love football. Uh, that's why he's quitting. Um, he doesn't love it enough. Uh, you know, and, 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 you know, him quitting. Use that word quitting. Like, dude, look, he's retiring as, look, if I hated my job that I had to go to every single day and I could afford to retire where I had made a hundred million dollars in my career, Hmm. I would fucking do it tomorrow. And guess what? So would you. And you know what? There's no fans of Toshiba hanging around here being like, oh no, fuck that. You know, I'm riding for Toshiba, mm-hmm. or there's no guys out here riding for Volvo like that. There's no fans like that. So this guy gets booed on his own home field because some asshole leaked it to Schefter. This is that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. I, I, What's wrong? I think it's wrong to boo him. One. I think it's wrong. Do you think he knew six months ago that he didn't want to play football anymore? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I I do think that maybe he he knew then that he did, think he had he fallen knew, out of think love he, with football. So so the report that I read this morning was that he approached them about this four weeks ago. Was talking about it four weeks or approached somebody about it four weeks ago. Okay, so then they took they they had four weeks to figure out what their plan was. Instead, they tried to talk him into staying. Well, I mean, what was their what was their reaction? Look, my point is this: the season starts in less than two weeks. This is this completely derails the Indianapolis Colts season. It but can, does it does it derail their preparation? Because like they're still preparing without him. Like he hadn't he hadn't participated in anything. He had been injured. So like it doesn't really derail their preparation for this season. 
Their locker room. I get it. It's a shock to the locker room. I totally get it. It's a shock to the organization, to the focus of the organization. There's no way that 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 football team wins more than four or five games. There's just none, and it's not because I don't have faith in Jacoby Brissett. It's just because of the impact of your franchise player walking out and and retiring, re retiring, not quitting. Thank you. Um, they went four and twelve in Jacoby Brissett's year starting 2017. Yeah, so I, I think you, you have. I mean, they're they're a better team now than they were then. There's no question. But again, I go back. I just think you know it's going to take this team a couple months to recover from this, and then by that point, they're going to be in a situation where you know, do we want to win football games? We're two and six, you know. So maybe not because Ballard is Ballard's the best. One of the top three GM. Well, we're going to see how good friends uh, John Dorsey and Chris Ballard really are because I have a feeling if, if they go into tank mode, they're going to want to unload some, some talent. Um, all right. Let's do some over and unders. All right. Let's do some record predictions. These are going to be based on, you know, current Las Vegas lines. Uh, so these aren't, you know, Ryan Saber, Luke Crocker pulling pulling things out of thin air. But we're gonna go on record here. This is gonna be us um, with our with our expectations on wax a little bit here. And uh, let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. So ten and five. Right. I mean, excuse me, ten and a half. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna okay. go over ten and a half. Um. No, fuck no, I'm not. I'm going to go under. I'm You're going to go under. under. I'm staying under. Really? I'm staying under. I think they're right at that 10 win. Um, you know, obviously, I don't have any kind of sources. I just have this weird feeling Tyreek Hill might be on the move. I yeah. have a weird feeling about it. Yeah, I don't know. I, look, I, I, they, their division isn't very good. San Diego's really, really good. Oakland and Denver are bad. So, you know, you have to look at it from that perspective. I, I, I'm kind of on the flip side. You think that they're just under the 10.5. I think they're just over the 10.5. I think they win 11 games. I think they stay in the playoffs. I could totally see them winning 11 games. Um, and, 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 you know, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it it's gonna, further. It's going to depend on, you know, their running game. The Kareem Hunt thing, <laughs> I know you hate it when I do this. Cream Hunt was it was was a big part of when he when he left last year when he retired <laughs> when he retired from the Chiefs. Holy shit! <laughs> when he got retired from the Chiefs, you know they they were a different they were a different team after that. So, in my opinion, so there's there's that. Damian um, Williams didn't step right in and just you know. Yeah, they, they they were less efficient as an offense because, as we know, the record, the running back position is about 85% replaceable, so they're about 85% as efficient. But it was still one of the best offenses we had ever seen. Like, I, I just don't think it's going to matter much. I do, but you think they're going to lose three more games? I just don't think teams just win 12 they games go 13, consistently. They go 13-3 and three last year? I think they did, yeah. So I, you I, think they're going to win three last games? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Patriots, They though. went 12-4. They went 12-4 last year. Okay, so two less games. And... The, let's not compare anybody to the Patriots. Like that, that doesn't that doesn't. I understand. That's not that's not the standard. Right. Well, somebody. I think Colin Cowherd. 
Of course. <laughs> he said that they're going to, when Belichick and Brady retire, he sees Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes going to five Super Bowls. Mm. <laughs> and you really like him. I feel like you kind of model your game after cowards. So. I do not. <laughs> All right. Let's go next. The Eagles, nine and a half. I'll go over comfortably. 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 You're going to go comfortably over. Comfortably over. I am going to go over as well, but I'm going to go over just barely. I think they win, you know, 10 games, maybe 11 games. Uh, we'll see. Look, the Eagles are going to be a good team. I don't think anybody doubts that. They've shown that they can win with anybody at quarterback, um, you know, so they necessarily don't need to rely on, you know, anybody in particular. They have a good system. They have good talent. Uh, you know, they brought in Jordan Howard. You know, we'll see how that plays out. But, um, you know, I, I like them. I like them. Anything else you want to say about them? Nope. Green Bay, nine. I'm you already went I already, said, I already went over. I, I think they're going to win 11 or 12. And, uh, you know, I, I, they're, they're, they're going to have a bye. The Eagles and the, and the Green Bay. Little te- little, little, uh, I'm giving away some stuff for later, but yeah. there's there's my top two seeds in the NFC. So I'm gonna go, I, I, I'm gonna go push on this. I think they win nine games. Okay. Um, six six last year. Um, I think they win nine. I they 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 have a strong division. I think you know Detroit. Oh, absolutely. Is always plays them well. I think Minnesota has a better year this year than they did last year. I agree. Um, you know, Chicago maybe takes a little bit of a step back, but what Chicago won twelve games last year? Twelve and four. You know, so they're even if they win eleven, games. yeah, you know, they're not winning eleven either. But I think I think I'm going with a push on that. Okay. So Carolina, obviously, you know, Cam hurt his foot, ankle, whatever. He was he walked off the field what Thursday night. This past Thursday in a walking boot. Shane Sprain saying cautiously yeah. optimistic for week one. You're hearing a little bit different. You were hearing Liz Frank. I, at first, yeah. They backed off that. Which, um, if that's the case, that, you know. They backed off Liz Frank. Yeah, but it, it seems like he'll be back at some point. These teams lie, too. That's a good point. Okay. It also seems like he'll be back at some point this year. They're saying he's he's probable for week one. Seven and a half. Seven point five is, is, is what Vegas has them. Um, that is, you know, another stacked division. Yeah, I mean, outside of Tampa, <laughs> as long as Cam's healthy, that that division is pretty impressive. Um, what was it? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I think that's a good one because seven feels really low. They were seven and nine last year. Yeah, they started out like six and zero oh or something yeah. last year. They were hot, and then uh, pretty much it was it was Bakes throw to uh, to Jarvis between the two defenders that ended their whole season. You know, Cam couldn't. Throw a five-yard pass at that point. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Fuck, I'm gonna go. I I think they get to eight though. If Cam's healthy, if Cam plays twelve games, I think they get to eight. And I think we might see that that line go down though. But I think if he plays twelve games, I think they get to eight. So you're going over. Yeah, I'll go over. I'm gonna go over as well. Uh, I'm a little cautious. I'm I'm really nervous. About this Cam injury. Obviously, if they don't have Cam Newton, um, they don't have a chance. Look, I don't think they're winning 10 games. I think they're going to be right there in the 8 or 9 range. Um, You know, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. uh, But I'm going to put them right there in that 8 or 9 range. The next team, Atlanta. 8.5. I got them over. You have them over. Over. 
I have them under. Really? I think I think they're uh to me they're a strong candidate for a bounce back. And you know, I think they 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 push for that double digit. How many games did they win last year? Seven and nine. They had a lot of injuries on defense. Um I just a lot of injuries on defense. You know, I I don't know. There's something about Atlanta. I don't have a lot of faith in them. You know, According to uh, opponents combined, 2018 record, they're tied for seventh weakest schedule. Yeah. But you know how that goes. Of course. It changes every year. It changes, you know, and, and that, that's a preseason that's based on last year's records. Yeah. I, I just I just think that they have like this. I think they have a solid squad. I don't think that they're. I don't think they were ever as good as that team that they had in what was it sixteen when yeah. when, when uh, Ryan won the MVP and yeah. they made that Super Bowl run. I don't think they were ever that. And they blew a twenty eight three lead. <laughs> God damn it! But uh, that's embarrassing. I just I think that they're good and I think that they're definitely a playoff caliber team. And so you're that, going over. I think that Matt Ryan okay. is the most underrated quarterback in the league. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna say they win seven seven or eight games. I just you know I think Matt Ryan is underrated, but I don't think that. You know, he's vastly underrated. I think Julio is inconsistent with his ability to get in the end zone. Uh, Devontae Freeman has an injury history. Um, you know, their defense, even when they're healthy, isn't really, really strong. They give up a lot of yards. Uh, I just, I don't have a lot of faith. The New York Giants. <laughs> God. Six. Under. I'm going way under. <laughs> like, you know, you talked about Miami winning. I think the Giants are going to have a top two or three pick again. Um, you know, I think, you know, three or four games. I'm not – listen, I got a lot of fans, a lot of people I work with and that I'm friends with that are fans of the Giants, and they're really hooked on this Daniel Jones hype train. Look, That's fun. It's Daniel fun Jones cool. isn't even going to start. That's it's going to be Eli. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's fun and cool to do, like, while it's happening. I actually remember – the last time this happened was like was Dak and and Dak is fine like he's a you know, but Dak was a fourth rounder he wasn't the sixth overall pick yeah. so, uh, yeah I'm going. I think there. they win three or four games. All right, New England eleven. God, <laughs> fucking over. Over. Yeah. I mean I think they're pretty much booked for for twelve wins every year. Um yeah, I'm I'm gonna go the over on that as well, just barely. I think eleven is a good number for them. I could very easily see that being a push, but I I committed to myself that I wasn't gonna do more than one push, and I and I and I gave that to the Packers. So um, last but not least, nine and a half, Cleveland Browns, under. You I'm know, wrong a lot. You don't even fucking believe that. I'm wrong a lot. Like you're just saying I'm this wrong a lot. Because you want to be wrong. I'm wrong a lot. About this. This is the one thing you want to be wrong about. I'm wrong a so lot. So you're saying nine and seven. I'm wrong a lot. I think they're gonna win ten games. I think they're gonna go ten and six. I think nine and a half is a very, very good number for the Browns. You look at That's incredible handicapping by Vegas. Yeah, you you know, you look at their 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 schedule. The first eight games are brutal. The last eight games is a cakewalk. They have to get through that first eight games of the season and be somewhere around five hundred or just over, you know, four and four, five and three. Um, you know, the first eight games, you're two games on Monday night football. 
uh, game on Sunday night football. So they open at home against Tennessee. That's not a cakewalk. They got the Jets Monday night at, the at Jets. Jets Monday night football. At home they got with the, the Rams, Rams at home. Then they're at Baltimore. Then they got they're at San Francisco on, on Monday, Monday night. night. Then they got Seattle here. Then we got a bye. And then we got New England week eight. That is Murderer's Row. After that. We have a pretty... It, you still got both games with the Steelers. You got to play Pittsburgh twice in 10 days in the back half of the season. Um, they, could, they could legit be 5-6 and six heading into that game with, with, with uh, I hear you. the Bengals. But what if they're, you know... I, I, look, I think they're going 10-6. and six. You think they're going 9-7. and seven. There's not that big of a difference. It just happens to be that the Vegas line is right in between it. So, all right, that is our. Wait, I got, I got a few. I, I got oh, a few you got some? You yeah. Right. yeah, just yeah. I just wanted to hear yours. Yeah. All right. So hit me with Saints ten over. Okay. Just real quick, we'll do rapid rap fire. Steelers nine. Oh, I think that's a push. I think they win nine games. Okay, and Dallas nine. Can I can I can I have a caveat on that? Yeah, hit me. Does Zeke play? Zeke is there week one. He's there week one. Yeah. What is it? Nine over. Okay. And you said over for the Saints ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got I have high hopes for the Saints. Got it. You're going over with nine on Dallas, huh? I just think that's a it's a strong division. Easy division. Okay. Where, Actually, where wait a minute. Wait a minute. This contradicts what I have written in my book. <laughs> I took Dak as my backup quarterback in one of my fantasy leagues today. What is it? It's nine. Dallas is nine. You want to push. You want to push so bad. For me, that was an under. I had, I had. Just for the record, yeah, I had. Even here's the thing. I had Saints over. 10, I, I, I had Steelers comfortably over nine, and I had Dallas under nine. Yeah, you know what? We were doing rapid fire. I, I, I have some rationale. I, I do. I, I think it's under. I, I think that they're. I think they're. I, sh- they were, they were what? Twelve and. Look at me flip flopping. Ten and six last year. Won the division at ten and six. I. Sh- I don't even think they were that good last year. Well, the Giants won, what, three games last year? Five. Five games. Washington won. Seven. Seven. Philadelphia. Nine. I think Washington's better. They're not going to win games, though, are they? I think they're actually going to go under nine. I'm going to go under with Dallas. Okay. Only because it contradicts yeah, it only because it contradicts a hot take I got later. All right, so what are we what are we what are we moving on to? So let's move on to um, you know we talked about the records. Let's do the in and out. You know every year there's a couple teams that made the playoffs that don't. New Most teams turnover, that do. I love it. So let's talk about the four teams that are out and the four teams that are in. I actually usually I, isn't it usually five? I took five, but but I I just felt like. Yeah, four is a good number. I took five, okay. and I, I was like looking, and I was like, when I looked at the AFC, I'm like, I want to take more of these AFC teams out, yeah. but I don't have more teams to replace them with, yeah. um, especially since Andrew Luck retired at the age of right. 29. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So retired in didn't quit and how they got there. Steelers win the division. Mm. Browns, you make me fucking sick. Nine man. and seven wild card in the AFC is very stinky. Vikings wild card, Falcons wild card, and Packers will win their division. Right. Out, out. So the five you have in, just say them again. Steelers, yeah. Browns, yeah. Vikings, yeah. Falcons, yeah. Park Packers, okay. Out. Baltimore, I just, I just don't think that offense will work long term. Indy, obviously. <laughs> Uh, Chicago, Mitch is already downtrending. So you think they're out? I don't think they're making the playoffs. Okay. Already downtrending. Um, they're already... Nagy's already Yeah, because that would made three teams from the NFC North. How? Yeah. How they're simplifying the offense. And he's got this weird obsession with the kicker. Uh, but they're out. Dallas, just... I just... Again, I just don't think that they were that good last year at 10-6. Yep. and six. I just think they're worse. And Seattle, I think that they're... A victim of their own play calling for the most part, but those are the three. Those are that, that's who I got out. So, in Steelers, Browns, Vikings, Falcons, Packers, out. Baltimore, Indy, Chicago, Dallas, Seattle. Similar. Who you got? But different. Who you got? So my four out are all four teams that you had. Okay. I think Baltimore's out. I think Indianapolis is out. I think Seattle's out, and I think Dallas is out. Um, my four in. Jacksonville, Minnesota, the Browns, and my surprise team, the Washington Redskins. So you don't think the Steelers are going to make the playoffs? I don't. I don't. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs with winning nine games. Wow. All right. I have. The, I think the can Redskins. I get, can, I get, can I get? Can I get a cap on this? Can I get a? Can I get some odds? <laughs> I just look. I like. I like what the Redskins are doing. They have, you know, they have, they have, they have a lot of horses in their backfield. I like their receiving core. I talked about, you know, we talked about them in our offseason, yeah. what they did. Case Keenum. At some point, they're going to bring Haskins along this year. Um, you know, I like their defense. I just like what they're doing. So I'm going to go out on a limb with them, and I'm going to say that they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be um, fun. Fun, I like it. There's always one of those. There'll be a wild card. There's always one of those surprise teams that just yeah. just out of nowhere. Always, always. So I like it. So we talked about records. We talked about teams. Let's talk about players. You know, we did over-unders with, with the team's records. Let's do some over-unders. They're stat-based over-unders based on Las Vegas props. Um, and let's just get into it. We'll go right to your, to your you know... You got your Pat Mahomes thong on right now? Um, I don't leave home without it. Yeah. 39 and a half touchdowns. I'm going under. Um, I think he gets close. Um, I think he'll still be an MVP candidate. Um, what he did last year was just impossible, near impossible to repeat. Um, as we've already talked about before on previous shows, uh, only two other quarterbacks have ever done what he did last year. So, and those are... The two best ever. I'm going to go under as well. When we did our, uh, when did we talk about that? Our quarterback, our quarterback power ranking. Mm -hmm. We talked about him maybe being in the low to mid 40s. The more I went back and thought about that, I mean, that is, it's just, it, it, it's just so, I, I think we're a little bit 
taken back and were kind of drunk on the, the performance that he had last year. I agree with you. I think he'll get close to the 39-40 number. Um, you know, so like I said, you know, I think he's under. I think he'll probably be somewhere 36, 37. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's under. My favorite running back, non-Brown running back, plays right down the road. His name's Christian McCaffrey. If I had the number one pick, I, I have I've drafted two teams in fantasy. If I had the number one pick in fantasy, I would take Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm just not a fan of Kamara or um, oh, what's the guy? Barkley. Yeah, <laughs> I know his name. Uh, but his over under for rushing yards is is one thousand forty and a half. One thousand. Um, I'll go over. You're going to go over. This is just rushing. This isn't right. all purpose. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go over. I think he gets somewhere close to 12, 13. I mean, he's going to have close to 2,000 all-purpose yards. They're going to use him a lot. He had uh, almost 1,100 yards last year. Especially early on, I think they're going to lean on him, especially if Cam's got lower, lower what do they call it in hockey, uh, lower extremity. Yeah, lower extremity. If he has a lower extremity issue, yeah, I, th- I, I think, think he's going over. He, yeah, yeah. I think he gets. I think like I think he, like I said. I think he gets close to the to the two thousand all purpose yards. So I, I like the over on the on the one thousand forty and a half for McCaffrey rushing. Saquon touchdowns. This is total touchdowns, not just rushing. Eleven and a half. Oh, that's that's over. You're going over. Yeah, that's pretty easy. I'm going under. I, I don't think he goes double digits. I mean, I, I don't think... I think that they're... I don't think that they're much worse than they were last year. Um, and he did that rushing last year. He, he went for 15 touchdowns. Um, I mean, he's legit their only option through their first four games. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to score at all, and, and they're going to, it's an NFL team. Like, like we rag on them and whatnot, but they're still going to score points. Mm-hmm. They're still going to score some touchdowns. So I'm going, I'm going pretty comfortably over. Okay. I'm going under. Okay. Kyler Murray. Rushing yards. I liked this one because I think he's going to have to run a lot. You know, I think he's going to have to escape a lot and those types of things. The over-under in Vegas right now is 435 and a half yards. I mean, like, the instant reaction is to say. It's to go. It's to go. I mean, I've watched him twice now. He just he it's his first read and then he's gone. I mean, what 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 did Lamar do last year? This is great radio, I know. Um, no, I, I mean I think it's fine. I think he was, I think he was up in the. I don't even want to say it because he he didn't play every game. Lamar right there. Lamar had only 194 yards. Best, best playoff. Six hundred ninety-five yards. Six ninety-five, and dude, he did that in what seven games? Yeah. So yeah, it's an over. I think it's over too. Yeah, it's pretty easy over. Yeah. The only thing is, like, you're worried about sacks. injury. Sacks too. Well, that's passing yards. The sacks come off your passing Do they? yards in the NFL. Do they really? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure. I mean, I get sacked a lot in Madden, so. <laughs> 
So I'm going. I'm going over on on that. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over as well. I think he'll be. You know, in the 600. Yard yeah, I don't range. think he's like a thousand yard guy. Oh no, no, no. I mean, I, I. It's not. It's not crazy. I just. I. I just watch him. His first instincts to go. Um, but I also don't think he's gonna be running as much as as Lamar either. No. I think like that's like so that's six. Lamar Jackson might go for a thousand yards this year. Right. He might. But I don't but think he'll that. be. He'll, he'll probably get hurt before he gets there. But I don't look, guys. I don't condone anybody getting hurt. I don't. I don't want it to seem like that because I have something later that talks about a, a player's health. What's that? So, Miles Garrett, eleven and a half sacks. Over. I mean, you want to you want to go on tape thir- on a number? Thirteen and a half last year. Seven in what was it? Twelve games as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um. So what twenty? So he's averaging. Tw- he has twenty sacks through twenty five games. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I- I'm gonna say he's gonna get twenty one sacks this year. Yeah, you put me on there. You- twenty. I mean, I'll stick. Sacks. I'll stick with the same number I said. I forget when we talked about it. I think off season, uh, the NFL off season. I said I thought he would get somewhere in the sixteen range, sixteen yeah. or seventeen. I'm gonna stick with that. I mean, after watching the game on Friday night, you know. Vernon, Olivier Vernon is going to get a lot of sacks. Um, there's going to be a lot of pressure up the middle. The Browns' defensive line, folks, is going to be eat your face, nightmarish. Um, so I think because they're going to ha- teams are going to have to pick their poison. I think you know Garrett is so fast off the line. He's I think he's the fastest player in the NFL off the line, which is crazy because all those. False start, you know, offsides encroachments that he was getting trying to time quarterbacks last year. He's there now. He's got it. You know what I yeah. mean? So it was just a matter of him getting snaps and being in the league. So I think he's going to get 16. I think the other guys, I think there's going to be, you know, Vernon will probably have double digits and those types of things. Julio Jones, nine and a half touchdowns. Under. He's just not a touchdown scorer. And I think like what, that but is he, legit he, a talent. So go to him. So two years ago, he only had like one or two touchdowns. I thought last year he had a bounce back year. I thought he had more touchdowns. So last year, Julio Jones had eight touchdowns. The year before, three. He's never had. He's had ten once. Yeah. So nine and a half. You're going under. Yeah. I'm gonna go under as well. Um, but last year it was. Uh, let me just look real quick. I I think Calvin Ridley had like seven. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Calvin Ridley had ten. He got those in like the last six weeks. Yeah. Because he didn't do anything out of the gate. Yeah, so he had ten last year. And uh, Sanu had four. He's getting five. He's, he's got to start to slow down. But I still think that those are those are guys that are just going to yeah. score, though. Yeah. Like, I, I still think that, like, the Atlanta offense can get better. And I think Julio still doesn't score Touchdown! Like I think he, I think he's right there at like nine. I don't think he's gonna do like a year where he gets, you know, four or five. But I, I, I'm going under. Okay, I'm going under as well. Carson Wentz. How many games does Carson Wentz play? All of them. So every single one. So hold on. He's averaged. He's averaged twelve games a season. So I'm. This is not a Vegas over under. This is a Ryan Saba over under. I'm going 12 and a half games over. I'm going to go over as well. And 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 I and I got some rationale here. I think everybody knows my stance on Carson Wentz. I think it's in the best interest of the world to not have excuses. 
to not be able to make excuses for Carson Wentz anymore by him getting hurt. So Carson, I really, really hope that you play 14 or 15 games. So I'm going to go ahead and take the over on this one. I think this is his year to stay healthy. I think this is the year. No, I think they're going to win games. Can can they win in the playoffs, though? I don't know. We'll find out. 12 games. 13 games in his sophomore season. Second year. 60% completions. 7.5% TD percent. Odell Beckham Jr. 89 and a half receptions. Over. I'm going to go under. I think that... I think he'll be in the 80s. I don't think it's a huge under. Um, I just think... I think they're going to use the backs a lot. Okay. Um, All right, so... I'm I think Higgins is going to get, you know, c- catches, I think. Just just so I want I want this on the record for me, too. Like, yeah. Higgins is the number two. Higgins is the number two wide receiver on the Cleveland Browns. But, looking at last year, Jarvis Landry, 81, 81 receptions. So... You think he's in that range? You think Land or OBJ is? Yeah, this I year? do. What what I think is going to happen? I think you know. I th- a lot of people are going the the direction that they think Najoku's not going to have a great year. I'm actually opposite of that. I think what's going to happen is um, teams are going to really focus roll safeties over the top, and I think the middle's going to open for Najoku. It's going to be a make or break year for him. He's going to have to hand you know be able to hold on to the football. Um, I just there's there's not enough balls for what the Browns offense is going to look like in my opinion for him to get you know into the ninety or hundred. So one hundred forty nine targets last, year. and I know that, that that like last year there wasn't as much competition to go around, but you tend you tend to get a guy like that your targets like he so Landry hit one hundred forty nine targets last year. I think if and I think I don't think it's crazy to think Odell gets one hundred fifty one hundred sixty targets if he plays sixteen games. So I, I just think he does more with those targets than Jarvis Landry does. I mean, we know that he's a better receiver. We know that he's more efficient. I just think that he'll go I over. think if he catches 85 balls, he could still have 12 or 1,300 yards and 15 touchdowns. Yeah, and I don't think that you that's know? crazy. And, and that's I, my point. I'm not saying he's way under 80. Yeah, I got you. I, got you. I, th- I just think he's in the mid-80s range. Okay. I think, that's a good, I think that's a good number. I think that's a good Vegas line right there. Tom Brady, 30 and a half touchdowns. Under. So you think he's going under? You think they're gonna do a be a more run heavy offense this year? I mean, we've seen it the last two years. He, last year he hit twenty nine touchdowns. Mm-hmm. The year before thirty two. So it sounds to me like that's a pretty good number. The year before twenty eight. So yeah, that, that, yeah, they're right there. Um, I guess got to really factor in Flash coming back, and uh, you know he could be a top three, four, five wide receiver in could the be. league. I'm still going. I'm still going under. I just. Not you think right there though, right? No, I don't think he's going like sixteen touchdowns yeah. or anything crazy like that. But I just do think that they're, you know, I think that they're 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 trying to ramp up their rushing attempts, and I think that's what's going to be. I'm going to go over. I think it's close. I think he's less than thirty-five. You know, I don't think he's getting up into the into the Baker, Mahomes, those guys range. Um, you know, Matt Ryan potentially. Rogers, I think I think he throws like 33, 34, somewhere in that range. But I do think he's over 30 and a half. Um, I think they have sneaky good weapons. I think they have some guys that people don't necessarily know about yet. And, um, you know, I think Sony Michelle's going to 
catch balls out of the backfield, those types of things. So I'm going to go over. Um, Baker, my last one, 32.5 is the Vegas line. Man, that's really good. That's really good. 32.5. Wait, did 34 last year? Wait. No, Baker? Yeah. No, he had 27. What? I think 34. And he played 13 and a half games, two a game. So he should. He was on pace last year for 34. I, I'll go over. I'll go over. I, I I don't think it's much over. I think he's in that 34, 35, 36 range. Um, and I think that's going to be near the top of the league. And I, you know, I'll go over. I think it's over. I'm with you. I think he's, you know, right there. You think he has, who has more touchdown passes? Him or Mahomes, because you kind of have them in the same spot. Yeah, I think they're both right there, uh, and I'll still go Mahomes um, by one or two. Yeah, not by. A, you not think by a it's ton. close? Yeah, I think they're, they're. I think it's just you know them. You know, Breeze will probably be right there. I think Rodgers is there. We'll, we'll touch on Rodgers, but yeah, I think Baker throws forty touchdowns. Okay, um, I think he's right up there at the top. Um, you know, I think Breeze is going to throw a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Rodgers will definitely throw a lot of touchdowns. That receiving core is sneaky good. Um, MVS, baby. Draft MVS yeah. if you're playing fantasy. Yeah. So, I think he throws 40. I think he throws more more than Mahomes. So, I'm going to go on record right there. You got any um, that you want to throw at I me? did it more as just kind of like a, like over-under looking at just the numbers. And uh, under, like from last year... I had Mahomes, obviously. Like, I, he's not gonna throw for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So good shots for over were like Darnold. He was at 28, uh, 2,800 yards, seventeen touchdowns, fifteen picks. I think he's gonna make a big leap. Yeah, I think he definitely throws. How many touchdowns? He threw seventeen. Last I year. definitely think Darnold throws more than seventeen touchdowns. Fifteen picks. He may throw more than four, 15 picks though. Too. Thirteen games. Um, Wentz was at 3,100 yards, 21 touchdowns, and 7 picks. Um, I think he throws more touchdowns and more picks. I think he, I definitely think he'll throw for more. He was um, more yards, more touchdowns. And I think the picks probably stay right around the same. I, I just, they have so many weapons. Like that, they're, they're, I know, I got it. They are, they are stacked. And then uh, I, I think Rodgers, too. This is uh, probably a good segue. Here, but um, Rodgers threw for forty four hundred yards, twenty six touchdowns, and two picks last year. Well, he's definitely going to throw. I again, more touchdowns and more picks. I mean, I think he crushed five thousand for the first time in his career. Yeah, coming year. Yeah, definitely throws more picks, but also more touchdowns. Yeah, I'll go with you on that one. Okay, awards, awards predictions. Let's let's look at MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Offensive and defensive rookie, and then coach. Cool. I'm gonna start with uh, with the, with the with the crown, the MVP, or yeah. you wanna go? No, go ahead. So as I was just talking, um, I think Rogers throws for five thousand yards. I think he's gonna be up around forty, you know, forty two, forty three touchdowns, and he have to throw more picks. But I think they're gonna win a ton of games, and that's gonna be my pick for the the uh, MVP. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Okay. Defensive player of the year. Um, kind of a cop-out, but it's really easy. It's the best player in football. It's Aaron Donald. I mean, dude, this is an f- absolute freak. You watch him with those fucking those videos, with the training videos, with the knives. You know, he's out there just swatting the yeah. guy's hands away, and then 
you know, his feet on the bags. Just, just insane. Um, oh, rookie. I'm going to go with Kyler. Um, I just don't think he's going to be a guy that gets hurt. And I think that, uh, you know, he's going to play a ton of games. So he's going to he, he's gonna compile okay. stats. Uh, Miles Sanders is a good dark horse for me, I think. Um, we saw last year. No, no value in Jordan Howard then, huh? No, I don't think so. Okay. We saw last year that a quarterback got robbed um, by running back for, for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, defensive Rookie, uh, Devin Bush. I don't think that he's the best. He was he was one that he's my number two. I don't even think that he's the best inside linebacker, but seven it's of the, the last system. 15 years have has been um, an inside linebacker that's won this award. It's the system. He'll get that Steelers alert. He'll, he'll yeah. get kind of... Um, I think that defense will be better because it couldn't be much worse than it was last yeah. year. And he's going to get credit for that, like having that impact, kind of like we saw last year with Darius Leonard. I mean, I think White, Bosa, and Oliver are all better players. Mm-hmm. Um, at Oliver, would be on Bosa signed his contract yet? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. And then um, for coach, it's uh, Doug Peterson for me. Okay. Go ahead. MVP, Drew Brees. Um Love it. You know, I, I just I this this to me is just setting up for the the Drew Brees year, I think. Uh defensive player of the year. I mean, it's Aaron Donald. Uh, look, the guy, he's unblockable. He's unstoppable. Um he's not like an Adamican Sue type player who takes plays off. I mean, he's he's coming every every play. So it's tough. You know, I think there's other guys. You know, Von Miller, I think, could have a bounce back year. I think that defense is going to have to do a lot. They're coming into the season understanding that. So I think Von Miller potentially could be a dark horse there. J.J. Watt, obviously, always. But I think Aaron Donald's going to be the one. My offensive rookie is David Montgomery. Okay. I just It's a volume thing. I think he's going to get a lot of carries. I think, you know, that, that's, a, that's an offense that they're going to find ways to use him. Like I said last year, we saw a running back rob a quarterback yeah. of it. I, I I like that one defensive rookie. You you mentioned him, um, Ed Oliver. I just Ed Oliver is he is legit. Uh, he slid a little bit in the draft because of you know some off the on the sideline related stuff where he kind of got in his coach's face. He's one of the jacket. Teams look, you know, what I'm saying teams look at that. So I think he that I think that Buffalo defense is going to be. Very, very, very good. Like top two or three in the NFL. Good. They they were they were they were their second ranked defense last year, and they got better. So, you got something to say there? No. And my coach of the year is Freddie Kitchens. Um, <laughs> I didn't make a lot of homer picks here. I really wanted to. He's got the second best odds in Vegas behind Kyle Shanahan. Um, you know, Kyle Shanahan's plus plus one thousand. Freddie Kitchens is plus eleven hundred. I think um, you know if the Browns go to the playoffs and win a playoff game, Freddie Kitchens will be the coach of the year. It will be tough. Don't they vote on that before the playoffs? Well, if they go, no, do they? Pretty sure. Whatever. He's, I got you. I got you. I got you. He'll be my coach of the year, regardless. Um, Speaking right. of yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, playoff predictions. So, you know, we kind of talked in the in and the out. Let's just go down to the to the nitty-gritty. AFC championship game, NFC championship game, your Super Bowl pick, and your Super Bowl winner. All right, so 
just touch on it real quick. AFC, I got New England and Kansas City getting a bye. I got Pittsburgh, Houston, the Chargers, and the Cleveland Browns making the playoffs. Um, with a tasty first round matchup of Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Uh, but anyway, the really? AFC title game. Interesting. I got the AFC title game. Um, kind of boring, but New England over Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it'll be in New England. I just I'm, I'm I hope it doesn't happen, but I'm done picking against them until they start losing mm-hmm. these games. Like it just doesn't matter. NFC. I got Philly and Green Bay as the top two seeds, um, with the Rams. Saints, Vikings, and Falcons also making the playoffs. And then the NFC title, I got Philly over Green Bay, um, which sets up a rematch in the Super Bowl with Philly and New England, and I got Philly winning the whole thing. Shocker. That was the most chalk. I could have picked that. before. (laughs) I didn't even need to see your paper. AFC Championship for me is New England and San Diego. The you NFC mean, uh, Los Angeles. Yes. Look, it's, it's it'll, it'll it'll always they'll always be the San Diego Chargers to me. Um, so the AFC Championship for me is New England and the Chargers. Got it. NFC Championship for me is Minnesota and New Orleans. I have San Diego and New Orleans in the Super Bowl. You mean LA? I have the Chargers and the Saints in the Super Bowl. I have the Saints winning the Super Bowl. Love it. I think this is the year of Drew Brees. I think this is, um, you know, it it was setting up for it to be that way last year. He finished second MVP voting last year. Would have won it if it Yeah, you know, look, Mahomes had an all-time year. year. Uh, You know, Brees is consistent. I think he's going to come back and have a very, very similar year. This is it. I think this is the swan song. You know, he'll probably play for a couple more years after this, but I think this is his last hurrah, and I think they win it. So, I like it. Bold predictions. I got two. I mean, I don't... I don't. I, the NFL doesn't need any kind of bold predictions. You know, it's like it's the NFL. You know, it's, it's the best time of the year. You know, Sundays are the freaking best. You get to just hang out, drink beer, watch football all day. The only... Bold you drink beer all day. I really have is, <laughs> I, as I mentioned earlier when I said uh, you know Cleveland will make the playoffs. I got them winning that game in, in in Pittsburgh, week one of the playoffs. That's my bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Browns win playoff game in Pittsburgh. So my I have two bold predictions. One is that Browns the Browns will win one playoff game. <laughs> um, I just think you know. People don't expect. People think it's all hype, um, and I can't wait to <laughs> let everybody know, let everybody hear about how good we are. Uh, you know, our quarterback's going to let everybody know. Um, you know, so I my one bold prediction is that the Browns will win a playoff game. Another one, Miles Garrett. I think he finishes second in Defensive Player of the Year voting. Love it. And if he gets those 20 sacks, he's winning that thing. Well, if he gets 21 sacks, he'll certainly win it. But like I said, he's only going to get 16, so he's going to finish second. 21 sacks. That's my bold prediction. Miles Garrett, 21 sacks. Baker Mayfield goes in and shits on Ben Roethlisberger's face. (laughs) Fuck you, Ben. With that, that is going to wrap up our 2019 NFL preview. 
Find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at WC Sports Pod. And uh, we just thank you for listening. Listen to all of our other episodes, our NCAA preview, our quarterback power ranking, our Cleveland Browns timeline of terror. We got a lot of great things for you. And keep letting us know what you guys want to hear. Thank you. Have a great day. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.